You are now tuning in to Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Latanya Moore. This is the place where we cover all things related to your spiritual maturity. I'm talking topics, experiences, and application. It's also the place where you can receive practical tips when you are ready to strengthen your relationship with God. Hashtag practical. So let's not waste any time. Let's jump right in to today's episode. Hey, 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 come on in. Welcome to another episode of Spirituality. I am so happy that you decided to join me on today because let me tell you something. This episode right here, this episode right here though. (laughs) Okay, listen, our guest did not come to play. You want to go ahead and grab your notebook, grab your pen, because we're about to jump right in. This is episode 22. Listen, I cannot believe this season has gone by so quickly, but literally in just a few short weeks, we'll be ending this season of the podcast. And don't worry, I'm not going to leave you hanging. So you got to make sure that you're on my email list because if you are, I'll be continuing to send a little short words and messages and encouragement and letting you know everything that spirituality is doing um, during the off season for the podcast. So listen, I'm excited. I want you to know that I am just thrilled at um, the feedback from the encounter and for everyone who attended what it meant for you. Um, I am looking forward to doing another one, hopefully in person and maybe even online. So if you missed the encounter, woo, baby, you missed an experience. But don't worry, God said do it again. So um, hopefully you can come to the next one if you missed the encounter, prayer, and worship experience. All right, so today we're talking about comparison. Y'all, this thing has been in my spirit for quite some time now. And I believe it started with a personal conversation that I was having with a friend of mine who was just talking about um, doing some market research. And she was talking about, you know, just looking on the internet and finding uh, organizations like the one that she is about to start. And she started just looking at, you know, different websites and looking at folks' social media. So she was typing in all these things. And instead of the market research actually helping her to gain momentum and to really, you know, get excited about what she was about to do and what the vision that God had given given her, it actually discouraged her because she began to compare herself. And after she told me this, I said, "Uh uh-uh, thou shall not compare. Thou shall not compare. Now let's think about this thing because I want you to know that, and again, I'm still speaking to her. I'm like, I want you to know that you have no idea what those people did and how long it took them to get to that place. You have no idea the help that they have. You have no idea the anointing that's on their life. And you have no idea the vision that God gave them, right? Or how long it took them to manifest it. So you're seeing a finished product, right? But you're just getting started on yours. 
Well, this thing just continued to resonate in my spirit on several levels and how quickly we can get into a mode of comparison. And I'm calling this thing a whole spirit now because uh, -uh it ain't of God. <laughs> it ain't of God. And so I believe that uh, when we get into a place when we start comparing ourselves negatively, at least, you know, not necessarily looking at things as something to aspire to or role models and things of that nature, but negatively when we get into a place because really it begins to mess with our minds, right? And we begin to, you know, um, really have these shifts in our minds and mindsets. And that piece right there is what causes kind of this downfall of feeling discouraged or feeling jealous and, you know, having all of these things. And woo, we know that with the rise of social media, this thing is at an all time high, right? I was just talking to a teenager about the same thing and that, you know, looking at social media makes her feel like she's not enough or, you know, she, she doesn't have what those people have. And so we have to address this. We need to address it in a way where we can learn some kingdom tips and skills and practical strategies to help us deal with that. And let me tell you, our guest, again, is coming with all the practical techniques, okay? So as I think about this, um, I know that for me personally, as it relates to comparison, sometimes I can see things and say, oh man, like I wish I could, you know, do that or that my content content looked that way or, you know, that, um, that I had that quote unquote grace on something, right? And I had to start to realize that we can't be out here asking for what other people have when we don't know what other people went through to get what they got, okay? And the reason why that's important is because we see the finished product. We don't see the struggle in the back. We don't see the, the draining their bank accounts to get to where they are. We don't see the fall that they had and the things that they experienced. Or, you know, oftentimes, you know, our what we have and what we do and what we teach to people is based on some experience that we had, right? And so, no, we're not signing up for those experiences. And so I've been careful about that and learning more about not necessarily wanting someone else's platform um, or the anointing or, you know, the skills or the techniques that are exactly the same because I don't know what they went through to get that thing, right? And so I want to just, you know, really spend some time thinking about what comparison means, what comparison does to our own minds and our psyches when we begin to compare ourselves to other people. In the story of Joseph um, in Genesis, the Lord um, had given Joseph some dreams, and, you know, he started to tell his brothers these dreams and that in his dreams, the brothers were going to bow down to him. Well, there's only one thing here. Joseph was the youngest brother and the oldest brother was like, nah, bro, we ain't bow down to you. What are you talking about? Well, they in turn started to get jealous of the dreams that Joseph had and they sold him into slavery. And so it was only a matter of time, though, that God really turned that thing around and really manifested that dream when years later, Joseph was um, in charge of Egypt and he was distributing food, basically, because there was a famine. And so the brothers had to come back to him and did just that, bow down, right? 
Well, that jealousy that was caused between the brothers because they began to see and or compare themselves to the anointing and the oil that was on Joseph, you know, caused them to really make bad decisions. And I believe that that is what often happens with us. That when we begin to compare ourselves, when we begin to see something in other people, it's like, man, I don't have that. We begin to make bad decisions. And that could be, you know, making decisions from a place of scarcity or limitations, right? Um, Or when we start to compare ourselves in such a way that we now try to imitate, right, what they're doing. And that's not what God has called us to do. And so it didn't work, (laughs) right? And so... I want you to know that you have a fresh oil, you have a fresh anointing, you have a fresh call, you have fresh fire, and you have a fresh purpose in your life that God has graced you with that shouldn't be compared to anyone else because what he is calling you to do is new, okay? Is new. And so even if you see something that you want to aspire to, then absolutely, you know, look at that thing and use it as a role model, but then go back to your father and make sure that you're connecting with him in prayer so that he can download what that thing is supposed to look like for you. All right. Y'all, we're going head first with the spirit of comparison. We're about to break that thing, okay? And we're going to break it in this E, this experience. I can't wait for you to hear Paul, who is giving us all of the gems. Come on, let's go. Let's move on to the E. Paul Calcott is a young adult pastor in Houston, Texas. He is also a podcaster and conference speaker. Paul graduated from Mississippi College with a BA in Christian Studies and New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary with a Master's in Divinity in Collegiate Ministry. He is passionate about empowering and equipping people to be all that God has called them to be. Paul's overarching life goals are to love God and love his people. His podcast, Real People, Real Talk, features rich and relevant conversations about current events, relationships, mental health, inspirational stories, and much more, but from a Christian worldview. I encountered him first through his relationship series. And so it's amazing. I'll drop the link to that series in the show notes. So Paul, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. It is a joy and a pleasure. I'm looking forward to our conversation, sis. I am so excited to have you too. Let me tell you something. I get joy. I'm talking about pure joy out of your TikToks <laughs> as well as your posts. So I'm excited, y'all. We have um, Paul. Hey, Paul. I mean, like, literally, you're always in the most random places. I'm like, where is he today? <laughs> that is funny. Love- <laughs> That's what you're going to be um, become known for. <laughs> I know, right? They've been stretching myself with the reels and the TikToks. And anytime we go out of town, it's like, oh, this is new scenery. Let's do something new here. And so my wife does the, the voice like, hey, Paul. And so, hey, yes. Paul, I love it. <laughs> 
Well, Paul, we are talking about all things comparison on this episode. Woo, that thing can get heavy on us, right? Mm-hmm. Really hold us back from some things, but we want to make sure that we are breaking this spirit. I'm calling the spirit of comparison off of our lives. So we've been talking about comparison. Will you tell us about your experience with comparison? Dr. Moore, can I, can I be real? Just be real with the people. Okay. This is something that I started struggling with more when I became a podcaster and entered to the realm of being a quote unquote influencer. How can I say this? Okay. So I just had to come to the terms of like, all right, Lord, I'm going to do what you have called me to do and be okay with it. I like to remind myself of this success um, equation that obedience plus faithfulness equals success. And it's not about the numbers, but it's so hard. Like as a fellow podcaster, you can relate to this. Like when you see other podcasters thriving and reaching like the millions and, you know, in my flesh, like, Lord, here I am talking about you. Like, why I don't have that many or even like with views, like you see some of the craziest things that go viral. And I'm like, Lord, I'm over here, like preaching the gospel and trying to point them to you and not getting as many views. And so that's something that the Lord, as I begin this podcast journey, has really been dealing with me because comparison is the thief of all joy. And in this season, not necessarily season, but in this generation that we in with the, with social media and the explosion of social media, we have a front row seat to the highlight reel of everybody that we know. Right. Man, it's been times where you see people on vacation or before I got married, I feel like everybody was posting their uh, their picture of being married, uh, of their wedding. And there's all these things. We just get this front row seat. And so we got to be very careful that we don't compare. And we got to realize that the call on our lives is very personal. I'm reminded in scripture, I forgot the name of the, the disciple, but one of the disciples was talking to Jesus. Well, Jesus was talking to disciples and he was telling him about how he was going to die. And the disciple was like, well, what about this other disciple? And Jesus, in so many words, was like, what's it to you? And so as I read that, it just kind of reminds me that comparison is is a thief of all joy, and I need to focus on what God has for me. So that's my honest and current experience with comparison. I'm getting there. That is so interesting. I appreciate that because when you talk about it, you know, the first thing I, I began to hear you talk about was like influences, right? And I think that that is so interesting. God has been working on me as it relates to this term influencer and who you're influencing, right? Because just on yesterday, a very popular influencer posted about seeing a psychic and thousands of people were responding on this post about how they now want to go see a psychic. So when I say comparison, sometimes you know, we can be in, in a space where we feel like, you know, okay, we have followers, we have people who, you know, are engaged with our content and what have you, and we want, you know, all these numbers, but most of the time they have these numbers, but they are influencing people in the wrong way, okay? Well, <laughs> They're influencing people the wrong way. So I love how you say, you know, I want to focus on what God is calling me to do. I heard focus on the calling and don't compare. Come on. Yes, and like, now, with comparison, like there, there's a healthy side of comparison, and then there's an unhealthy side of comparison. For example, the unhealthy part is when you look at other people to determine who you should be, and you look at other people to kind of gauge your success, and that's when that will produce you being envy, um, full of jealousy, and just unsatisfied. So that's an unhealthy place to be. Now, on the flip side, there is a healthy comparison, and that's when, in this way, you look at people 
um, that are where you would like to be and you learn from them and you end up motivated and inspired, um, but you're still content. So it's about the heart measure. So it's like I see other preachers and I see how they how they preach um, and they're doing well. The unhealthy comparison, like, well, what about me, Lord? Why well, I don't have a YouTube channel that big? Why well, I don't have a church that big or whatever? I don't go there route. My heart, my prayer is the healthy one. Like, oh, wait, I need to get back in my prayer closet. <laughs> I need to bring out some old commentary so I can raise my game when it comes to preaching. So there's a healthy and unhealthy side when it comes to comparison. I love that you broke that down. I love <laughs> it, right? Because some people do inspire us to, you know, uh, you know, get to that place as well. Not their oil, Lord. We don't want their oil. We want Come our on. own, okay? We want our own anointing. But at the same time, can inspire us to really level up, right? I love that. <laughs> That really takes me into um, really thinking about how um, overcoming comparison, mm-hmm. right, has really shifted your kingdom walk. Mm-hmm. How has it shifted? Yeah, with overcoming it, this is something that I have to submit over to the Lord and just to go to scripture. Because one of the things that my mom taught me is that whatever you're struggling with, put the word on it. Come and on. I like to say, I, like your like, mom. I know she, <laughs> man, she's a spiritual warrior uh, in all caps. And so whatever you're struggling with, put the word on it. And the same way, you know, in our age, we hit the, the phrase like, uh, there's an app for that. Well, that's a scripture for that. And so I think about when you mentioned it earlier about the anointing, it was with David. He could not fit King Saul armor. And so that goes to the fact that we got to be comfortable and content with how God has made us. And so to make a long story short, I submit that over to the Lord. Yes. And so I take it to God in prayer. I'm reading, reading scripture to be content with how God has made me. So I don't have to be jealous of anybody. Cause that's the thing. Like we serve an unlimited God. So there's enough favor there's enough blessings to go around. So just because God has blessed such and such, he's he not going to come to me and say, well, I ran out of blessings. We serve an <laughs> unlimited God. Then another thing that I do just on a very intentional level, that even when I'm scrolling and I see people that are quote unquote doing better, so whether it's the more the more views or the different accolades or achievements they may be posting about, even though sometimes I feel like the spirit of jealousy, I'm like, no, I'm about to double tap and like this just so I can fight this spirit of comparison. So I'll be like, uh-uh, flesh, you are not getting the best of me. I'm about to like, I'm about to come in and flesh, I'm going to put you in your place. And so those are just some practical ways that I fight um, comparison um, in that way, in that way. That's so good. You have jumped already to the practical tips and we love practical tips. <laughs> so definitely um, really submitting it in prayer because there's a scripture for that. And also, like you said, it's like combating it with combating your flesh, right? Like you're doing the opposite of what uh, what the enemy wants you to do, right? He wants you to run or unfollow and do all these things. But, you know, you're like, uh-uh, let me double tap. Let me go ahead and comment. I love that you mentioned, you know, um, looking at other pastors. Uh, I love that you mentioned that because oftentimes in ministry, I feel like, you know, inside and outside of social media, what happens is we begin to compare ourselves to, to other people in our niche, right? Um, and um, and I wonder about this sometimes, like, do you experience that? What does it look like? And then what do you do as a result? Man, so I'm a young adult pastor. And so like young adult names that come to mind, like in Texas, like Jonathan Bacluda, who was like the the guy that was over the porch was like the largest young adult gathering in Dallas. And so I think of people like that. I follow him like that. But once again, it goes to like, all right, Lord, I want to look at him and just be like, all right, that encourages me to to go harder, to go deeper in prayer, to study even the more and not look for those same numbers and got to realize that God has a different call of my life. And so even taking it to like a biblical sense, like 
this is how crazy comparison is. I really want to paint this picture. Like, what if David, King David, said, hey, God, why you didn't let me split the Red Sea like Moses? Or what if Daniel was like, hey, God, why you didn't let me be like David? Like, he killed a lion, but I had to sleep in the lion's den. Or, you know, you go on and on. Like, what if Noah was like, hey, God, you you allowed Methuselah to live 969, but you only, quote, unquote, gave me 950. So all that sounds crazy. So comparing yourself, whether it's to a sibling or a friend or another pastor or another person in your niche is just crazy because the call on our lives, the call of God on our lives is very personal i tell people like i remember preaching a sermon about comparison <laughs> i tell people that i am the best paul wesley cow coat born in oh. 1989 the whole world can't nobody beat me being Paul Wesley Calco born in 1989. In other words, okay. there's a specific call of God on your life. And the thing that comes with like with comparison and you comparing callings, the thing is this, that when you're walking in your purpose mm-hmm. and you're asking God's calling your life, there is a level of joy, peace, contentment, yeah. and satisfaction that only comes when you're walking in obedience and answering God's call on your life. So we got to be careful that we're not looking to the left or looking to the right, but we need to look forward to Jesus. And that's an awesome person that we should yeah. compare ourselves to because there's, there's a dangerous side of comparison. Quick, quick tangent. Sometimes when I walk with the Lord, we can compare ourselves to somebody else and say, well, at least I'm not doing that. And hmm. we just have this superiority. And then we could look at somebody that's quote unquote um, higher than us. We could look at them and like, man, I don't have that. And we feel inferiority. So we don't need to be looking up or need, need to be looking down to people, but we need to keep our eyes on Jesus. That's who we need yeah. to compare ourselves to. That's who we need to strive to be like. And when we do that, we'll find so much contentment and satisfaction that only comes in Christ. That's so good, man. And even, you know, as you, as you were saying that, I started to think about just my experience of um, thinking about other people's oil and their anointing, right? Sometimes we can want what they have in ministry. We can want, you know, what, uh, what their calling looks like, but listen, I learned how to want people's callings or their, their purpose or their ministry, because I don't want their warfare. I realized that this thing comes with warfare, right? Yep. And so sometimes, you know, we're comparing ourselves. We want that car. We want that, you know, that house, you know, even the, the practical things, but we don't know the struggles that that person had to go through to get that thing, right? And I don't want to take that on, okay? okay. I realized that real quick. Because <laughs> comparison is a very dangerous game to play. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at Joseph and his brothers, they began to compare and that that seed yeah. of comparison when it was left unchecked and not deal with it caused him to mistreat their brother um mm-hmm. joseph and even sold him into slavery or yeah. i mean if unchecked it can lead into deeper sin you can ask cain like yeah. he he hated his brother he was comparing and end up killing his brother so it's a heart issue and the reason why we often compare ourselves is because deep inside we're dissatisfied with what we have and who we are That's but true satisfaction contentment and fulfillment is found in christ and christ alone so as a podcaster it doesn't matter if i have one download or one million download as a pastor doesn't matter matter if i'm preaching to thousands or two hundreds as long as christ is first that's where my fulfillment is going to be because we hear stories like this a lot of time people that are rich and are successful in the eyes of the in eyes of the world yet they still deal with this emptiness because only Jesus can fulfill us completely. Or another biblical example. Oh, y'all, Saul. 
he fell into the trap of comparison. Instead of being the best king that he could be and being grateful that God allowed him to be the first king of the United Kingdom, the United Tribes of Israel, he spent the, most of his reign trying to kill David. And part of that because he was listening to the social media of his day as uh, as the people would say, well, Saul killed his thousands, as the women would sing, but David killed his 10,000. So that social media, if you will, was something that caused Saul to really go off into the deep end. So I just look at his king, look at his reign. What a waste of a kingdomly reign and a waste of time. And so not just to judge Saul, but to bring it back to the listen to myself, like we don't need to waste our time idolizing and hating and comparing ourselves to anybody else because that is very destructive. Yeah. And it will lead to disastrous consequences. And so deal with it before it deal with you, my friend. Deal with it before it deals with you. I love that. Yeah, I'm loving how he just infuses Bible stories into <laughs> everything, right? I love too that you mentioned that it, it's a heart thing. Mm. It's a heart thing. It's all about your heart. It's all about your heart posture. Um, when you're thinking about comparison, right? Like where is your heart? It's time for some heart checks around here because if you're, you know, responding out of that place of jealousy, then yes, then something needs to be done. We need to go back to those practical tips. I think this is a good time to take a break and just remind you that if you're listening to this podcast and you are loving what you hear, to go over to Apple Go over to Spotify, go over to whatever podcast platform you're listening to right now and rate this podcast. Come on, y'all. I need some fives. I need five stars. So rate the podcast, put a review in, let me know what you're thinking, because that is how this podcast will rise to the top. And I seek to be amongst the number one players. So please go ahead, rate, review, subscribe and share. Thank you. You started already with some practical tips, but are there any more that you have, you know, to help us really overcome comparison? Yeah, I do. I feel like the cure for comparison is Jesus. And so you follow it up with repentance. And I feel like the only way that we can break free from this comparison trap is by finding our identity in Christ. In other words, I'm going to take it personally. If I really understand who Paul Calcote is because of Jesus, then I'm not worried about Sam and Jack and Sally and what they're doing. I'm worried about the Christ on the inside of me. And so really the cure for comparison starts with a healthy understanding of our identity in Christ. Like remind yourself that you've been made in the image of God. Yeah. You have been fearfully and wonderfully, wonderfully made. You're one of a kind. You're not a copy, but you are original. Um, you're not one in a million, but depending on the next time you Google, depending <laughs> on the next time you Google like the world population, you are one in 7.8 billion. So when God made you, he broke the mold. So as I rehearse those scriptures to myself, I'm like, there's no need for me to be unsatisfied. Yeah. There's really no need for me to be jealous or to be envious or to look at somebody else and want that in an unhealthy way because I understand who God has made me and I have to be okay with that. And so I want to encourage you to listen when it comes to comparison. I say this with grace as your brother in Christ, stay in your lane, 
<laughs> and mind your business. Come on now. <laughs> because here's what happened when you don't stay in your lane, even when you don't stay in your lane when you drive. If you don't stay in your lane, you will wreck. There's been times in traffic where I will almost wreck my car because you would get in somebody else's lane. You think that it's going faster. And so, in other words, I say it like this. Don't wreck your life trying to get in somebody else's lane. That is so Bacon, good. Man. That's so good. Okay. I'm getting excited about this myself. Stay in your lane because God will give you enough grace for your race. And Dr. Moore, they go back to something that you say that we can want somebody's anointing, but we don't want their lifestyle, what they take or what they've been through to get that anointing. And so God's not going to give me grace to run your race. And he's not going to give you grace to run my race, but he's going to give me race to run. He's going to give me grace to run my race. So the cure for comparison starts with Jesus. It starts with repentance because it is a hard thing. And it starts with having a healthy understanding of our identity in Christ. And once you go there, God, I believe that God is faithful and he would take care of the rest. I love the cure. Come on, repent. And come on, you gotta get you gotta get locked and loaded in your own identity. Come on, Woo, come on, somebody. And I also, of course, still love the practical tip that if if you're going through your social media and you are comparing yourself to someone else and liking comment because that you know really uh, extends you know kind of that grace, right? It allows you to really lean into it. Um, I had an interesting experience with my best friend, and um, we've been best friends since seventh grade. And there was a moment where I learned and she learned, you know, in that moment, how to one walk in the spirit of comparison and break it in the moment. Ooh. And, and like you said, repent and seek forgiveness. She had, uh, we were on the phone and I had just taken some photos and she saw one of the photos and she compared herself to me. And that started to breed a jealousy in her mm-hmm. as we were on the phone. And she acknowledged it. And she said, Tanya, I'm feeling jealous right now of you. And you are my best friend. And I come against that now in the name of Jesus. And we started to pray. Not only did we pray about it, broke it right then, but she sowed a seed into the outfit that I was going to wear for my next photo shoot. Okay. Let me tell you something. This thing takes some spiritual maturity. No doubt about it. It takes some spiritual maturity to really get to that place. So following those steps, right? The cure was Jesus repentance <laughs> and then knowing her identity right mm-hmm. and so she even threw a seat on that thing all right that is so that is so encouraging because a lot of times if we allow these little things to fester they can show up in a more destructive way later the bible tells us there's little foxes that destroy the vine it's a few other things that came to my mind is making it more practical is rejoice when others prosper without yeah. being jealous uh we got to reject this lie that god is holding out on us and we got to replace it with truth uh, we got to walk in faith knowing that God is going to give us everything that we need for our race, for our calling, for our purpose. And so I just want to encourage you to listen, like when you choose not to compare, but you choose to stay in your lane, you will experience peace, joy, contentment, and freedom like no other. But uh-huh. when you choose to compare and you keep your eyes on others, that's when you're going to experience some insecurity, mm. um, some stress, and some jealousy. And so... Um, I know I'm giving y'all a lot, but last thing, hey, freely, <laughs> freely give compliments, uh, mm-hmm. pray for the success of others, be rooted in God's word. Then an, an other, another thing is really has helped to set me free in this is that I count my blessings and I express gratitude because by the time I get through counting my blessings and telling God, thank you for all the things that he has done in my life, I forget about what he's done for oh, the other person. Okay, come on. 
for what he did for me. So count your blessings, my friend. Count your blessings. Come on. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. All of those are really, really good. Um, I really love to um, praying into the blessings of others, mm. right? Even even the person that you're jealous over, yeah. right? And pour more into them, right? And, and you'll get your blessings too. Come on now. Listen, just for you to get to that that place to one, recite all of your Bible stories, two, to, to give us, you know, so many practical tips from your experience. I know it's taking some growth, some spiritual maturity, you know, and just some different areas of your life. So in what area of your spirituality have you grown the most? Ooh, I would say patience. Mm. Because starting this journey almost a year ago in the podcast and, you know, it was some of it was in my flesh and vein, like expecting it to grow bigger than what it has. So the Lord has granted me patience and just allow him to have his way in my life in his own timing. So patience and, you know, when it comes to patience and wait, there's words we don't like to hear because yeah. this fast paced generation, like it's five minute car wash, five minute oil change, <laughs> microwave in 30 seconds. So the Lord has really grown me in patience and continue to grow in that. I love that patience. Woo. I've been working on patience for for years, <laughs> for years. Yeah, I, I completely get it as a fellow podcaster, right? I think it was my first, maybe like my first 1,000 listens or something. I, mm -hmm. I posted 1,000, like, you know, hit 1,000. And the Lord told me to never do that again. Mm. I like felt convicted after yeah. for posting it, um, for posting the number because one listen, like you mentioned, mm -hmm. then have a domino effect and go affect a thousand souls. Preach. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, this podcasting thing is so interesting. I have learned not to look at the numbers. I silently, I would say this, silently screenshot where I am, <laughs> you know, so I can look back over time. <laughs> yes. I, and I feel like this healthy because that's one thing that I go back and forth with. Like there was a point, I'm going to keep it honest with you. I used to check my stats every couple of hours every day and now it's to the point where it's not nearly as much i'm like whatever at the end you know maybe after a week i go or after a month whatever, i'll go back and look kind of like you said just so i can say okay so maybe I need to change the conversation to this but yeah that's one thing like all right lord lehman got me what to post what not to post because i want to bring you glory but at the same time i don't want to like say i'm giving you glory but really bring glory to myself i'll just say like it's, it's about the heart it's about the heart it's about the heart i love it i love it i love it <laughs> that's funny well, I love to to ask this question to every guest because I know what what's happening in your season can really affect someone else, right? Can really help mm -hmm. us through our season when we get to that place. Um, so what is one word that describes what God is teaching you in this season of your life? Ooh, one word. I would have to say, can I use a phrase instead of a word? Go for the phrase. Go okay. For <laughs> you know, as a preacher's art, we try to get more than what you give mm -hmm. us. I would say anointing over strategy. Mm. Like as a podcaster, um, growing influencer for the, for the, for the will of God, for the kingdom. Yes. I do a lot of networking, a lot of collaboration, a lot of like brainstorms and like, you know, I'm constantly on YouTube and Google. What's, what are some ways that I can grow this podcast? and reach more people and with the marketing and putting money into ads and strategy, all that is good. But before I get to strategy, I must first have the anointing and the anointing only comes when I spend consistent time with the Lord mm -hmm. on a daily basis, time in the word, time in prayer. And I feel like that's what the Lord is really showing me now. Like, you know, you don't have to forsake strategy. 
but start with me first. And so like another phrase is, I just want to bathe everything in prayer and just take it to the Lord first, because a lot of times real quick, a lot of times that we want God to bless our plans, but rather we should go to God first and ask him, what is his plan for our lives? Come on. on. (laughs) Cause when we ask him that and God gives us his plans, then at that moment, we'll have to ask him to bless it because if it's from God, it's already blessed. That's a whole word. That's a whole word. Listen, commit your plans to the Lord. First of all, yes. I tell it all the time. We we got to seek him for the plans. All right. Mm-hmm. We can't just right. come bringing it, whatever it is that we think we're going to do in there into the prayer room. Got looking at it like, what? Is this what you came up with? <laughs> I can imagine that. Wow. So gosh, anointing over strategy, anointing over strategy and knowing that when you've been anointed to do something, that strategy is going to be downloaded, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I love it. So even um and, and just thinking too, so I keep thinking as a podcast as well, when you think about marketing and you know, maybe some of you all have a business and you're doing things in your business now, you're trying to think of, you know, the right marketing strategy or the right people to connect with and things of that nature to help your business grow. Starting in prayer, starting with the strategy that God has downloaded, because sometimes you can sit in prayer. And God will give you something you would have never thought about yourself. I mean, this couldn't have come from me. This come definitely on. didn't come from my brain. <laughs> this ain't me at all right here, Lord. So uh, so I love that. Anointing over strategy. Come on, y'all. Who is anybody anointed? Okay. <laughs> Let's pull down some anointing. Come on. Man, well, it, this feels like it's going so fast, but I'm like, Lord, okay, right? there, is there anything else you want to leave with the people as it relates to comparison, as it relates to any word that God has placed on your heart? Yeah, I would say I would remind a listener that God will give you grace for your race and your is in all caps. Um, stay in your lane. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Know that you don't have to compare yourself to anybody else. You don't have to impress anybody because God already loves you. Um, and so you're not trying to earn anything. We just have to, have to accept what God has given us. And so I know comparison can be a daily struggle, but let's turn it to a daily submission. Just give that over to the Lord. And just like as as the old folks, uh, not necessarily old folks, but I hear my parents say, "Nip it in the bud." So you put <laughs> that spirit of comparison. Go ahead and deal with it now. Like Lord, I don't want this. Can you take this from me? And let me tell you something about the God that we serve. He is faithful. Yes, thank you, Lord. Y'all, we're gonna nip it in the bud. Okay, today <laughs> we're leaving comparison. We are breaking comparison. We're leaving the spirit of comparison behind. Listen, this has been amazing. Come on, Practical Tips. I mean, there are so, so many. I want to make sure that the audience can connect with you. Tell them about where they can find you. Tell them about what products and services you have. Listen, hey, Paul, they got to hear this. (laughs) Yes, but first, I really want to say thank you so much for this collaboration and allowing me to be um, on your platform. I am so appreciative of that. Absolutely. Uh, I guess it's two things for me. The first one would be my podcast. It's called Real People, Real Talk. It's a faith-based podcast that provides conversations that inspire. And my goal in my heart, I want to see people, I want to empower every single listener to be all that God has called them to be. And I want them to thrive spiritually. First and foremost, I'm unapologetic about it. I want you to know Jesus. And also, I want you to thrive, you know, physically, financially, relationally, and mentally. And so Real People, Real Talk can be found wherever you listen to this podcast right now. And the other thing is my Instagram. It's like a different flavor of me outside of my podcast and outside of pastoring, not outside of it, just a different flavor of me with the yeah. different videos that I do because, um, yeah, the apostle Paul did so much ministry 
with paper and pen. Here we are with social media. So I want to do my best to give God glory, even in Instagram. So follow me at Paul W. Calco. I love to, to meet you in these Instagram streets. Come on, IG streets. Listen, of course, I'll put all of his links in the show notes. You didn't mention TikTok, but I'm still going to put it on there. <laughs> I'm new to TikTok. I've been, I've been just, you know, just kind of sitting back. I've been posting reels on TikTok, but I'm about uh-huh. to start doing some original TikTok content because I'm just feeling like, you know, I just, I just want to do something different. <laughs> I know, right? Take so much creativity. I'm still learning TikTok. Like it's, it's a fun place. It is a fun place. I love it. All right. Well, listen, and we, he's already given us so many practical tips. So we need to move on to the A. Let's move on to the application. We made it to the A. Come on, application. Listen, wasn't Paul good? Listen, Paul preached about three sermonettes, okay, during the experience. Y'all, make sure you go follow him so you can catch up on all of his podcast content as well. There were two things that he said that really resonated in my spirit. And of course, I have prayed about this application to figure out what God wants us to do as well. And so there are two things that I want us to do in this application. The first thing that Paul mentioned was that when he feels that thing creeping up in him, especially if he is on social media, instead of allowing it to discourage him or allow himself to feel jealous or to begin to compare, he double taps that thing. He he go, he makes sure he put a heart on it. He likes it. He puts a comment. And so then at that point, he is breaking that comparison spirit, right? And really leaning into, you know, that person's content or that person's, um, you know, blessings as well. So he is making sure that he comes into agreement with it. So I love that. And I believe that we should all be practicing that, right? No matter how hard it is, even when you want to scroll past it, right? If you like it, then just like it, right? So like it, make a comment, uh, let them know how it inspires you. Absolutely make those connections because you never know, especially if it's someone that is in the same niche as you, you know, may have the opportunity to collaborate with one day, right? And so you could be opening opportunities for yourself by leaning into and breaking that comparison spirit in the moment, in the moment, all right? So I love that. I also you know, really love, um, really thinking about this in a way where we are really praying in the blessings, right? And so if we know that there is a person that we're comparing ourselves to, to really pray about that thing. And when God showed me this application, he broke this thing down into like a little evaluation. And so this application, this piece is going to take some real transparency, some stuff that we don't necessarily want to say out loud, but he gave me the three W's, who, why, and what, for you to begin to ask yourself, who, who are you comparing yourself to? Literally write the names down, write that person's name down, their their IG name or their real name or what have you, who, who is it that so that you can be aware why? Why are you comparing yourself, right? So anything that comes up in your spirit as to why, does it is it making you feel like, like you don't have necessarily what they have, right? So write those things down. Why? 
And then what? What do they have that makes you compare? Or what do they have that makes you desire that thing, right? Whether it's their role, their position, their content, their, you know, their lifestyle, what have you. So who, why, and what? After you have written those things down and really begin to evaluate those three, then I want you to pray for them. Yes, pray for them. I want you to pray for them because this is going to evoke a new level of maturity and really forgiveness if there's anything that's there that's, you know, resentful or, you know, things of that nature. Pray for them. They're already blessed, right? You're admiring them for some reason, but pray in more blessings for them. Pray that they receive even the more so they can continue to, you know, inspire the people that they are called to, right? So pray for them and pray for yourself. Pray that God begins to download the strategies to you that you begin to get the same results. Maybe not even the same results. That's wrong. Not the same results, but the results in the way that he wants you to get them, right? And so after you have you know, decided and really thought through and evaluated who it is that you're comparing yourself to, why you're comparing yourself to them and what is, you know, what they're doing that's making you compare Pray for that person or those people and then pray for yourself so that you can begin to ask God to download those strategies that only you and him know about that are going to get you results, right? That are going to ensure that you're building up your platforms and your you know, strategies in a way that glorifies the kingdom. This can also help to solidify the fact that it may look different than the person that you're comparing yourself to, right? Because what what God has for you is for you, all right? That is the application, all right? One, make sure that you are leaning in to that comparison spirit when it creeps up, breaking it by liking, commenting, especially if you're on social media, and two, really going through this evaluation process of who, why, and what, and then praying, right, for them and praying for yourself. All right. You got this. Come on. Let's break the spirit of comparison and walk in everything that God has for us. Thou shalt not compare. So just as we end every episode, I just want to end with a word of prayer. So Father, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for this episode. Father God, I thank you now, Lord, for our guest, Paul, and everything he's doing, oh God. Lord, I thank you now, oh God, that we are breaking the spirit of comparison. It will no longer live in our lives, oh God. I thank you now, Lord, that we won't have to compare ourselves. We won't become discouraged, oh God. We won't look at what other people have and wish we had it. Father God, we will not allow it to, to hold us back from things. Father God, but instead, Instead, oh God, we replace it, oh God, with a remembrance of everything that you've given us, with a gratitude, oh God, with a, a remembrance, oh God, of our purpose, a remembrance of our call, a remembrance, oh God, of what you have asked us to do in this earth, oh God, a remembrance, oh God, of our assignments in this earth. Father God, I thank you now, oh God, that even as we begin to experience it, even as it tries to creep up, oh God, that we have strategies, oh God, and things that we can do, oh God, to combat it, to, to suppress it, oh God 
God, to, to, um, to delete it, to remove it. Oh God, Lord, I thank you now, Lord, that you're reminding us, oh God, of who we are and who we belong to. Father God, I thank you now, God, that we are becoming even more rooted in our own identities, Lord, so that when we see things, oh God, that we begin to compare ourselves to, that we remind ourselves, oh God, who we are connected to. Father God, I thank you now, Lord, that even in this moment, for the person who hasn't been feeling worthy enough, for the person who hasn't been feeling as love, for the person who has been um, been wondering, oh God, when they're going to get their break, when they're going to get their start. Father, for you just to surround them, oh God, comfort them, God, even now in this moment to let them know, oh God, that you haven't forgotten about them, oh God, that even though they see other people accelerating, oh God, that you haven't forgotten about them, oh God, because Lord, what you're doing in their life in this season, oh God, is restoration, is restoring them, oh God, is, is increasing their capacity, oh God, so that they might handle more. So Father God, I thank you now, oh God, for just meeting us where we are. Lord, I thank you right now for entering our homes, entering our cars, entering whatever space it is, oh God, where we are listening to this podcast and filling us up with more of you. Father God, I thank you, oh God, for more, 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 Lord. And not only for more, oh God, but more of your presence and connection with you, Lord. Father, you are amazing. God, you are Yahweh. God, you are the I am. Lord, you are omniscient. You are all knowing. God, you are Jehovah. Lord, you continue, oh God, to provide. You continue, oh God, to give us strategy. And Lord, I thank you now, God, for the practical strategies that you've given us on today. Father, thank you for your peace. I thank you now, Lord, that peace is surrounding every home, every place, every space, oh God, because you live there. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you again for tuning in. I am so excited about what God is doing in the lives of everyone that is connected to spirituality. It is because of you that this podcast is prosperous. Speaking of prosperous, if you would like to sow a seed into spirituality or Dr. Latanya Moore, feel free to send it via cash app at the Dr. Moore. That's at T-H-E-D-R-M-O-O-R-E. I appreciate you so much for joining this journey with me. So follow the journey by hitting subscribe, share the podcast, and follow me on Instagram at the Dr. Moore. You can also hit me up in you know, my Gmail. Just send me an email at drlatanyamore at gmail.com. If you are a faith-based entrepreneur, listen, I would love to partner with you. Send me a message and let's connect. This is about to be epic.